All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Behind the Bunker. Better late than never. My name is Todd Ansich. This is our weekly paintball show. With me tonight, I have Gavin Sharma from Terra Tech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Well done, Todd, you <laughs> jerk. Uh, Todd's a jerk, but I'm grateful that you guys are all here. Welcome to Behind the Bunker. Uh, it's not 8.05-ish. It's probably like 8.10 at this point, but we're glad you stuck around. Uh, since there was a little bit of a delay, I do implore you to uh, support us here by hitting that like and share and tagging a friend or three, letting people know that we are on now. Uh, Todd lied earlier saying it's going to be a good show. Um, it's not. It's going to be the same crap that you have every Monday, but uh, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sorry, you were shuffling your paper all cocky <laughs> and like, oh, I got lots of time till Todd in- introduced me. Uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hey, greetings and thanks for tuning in to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. I am back after last week's brief um, hiatus for a sports ball game, but everything turned out well. And now I'm back again in studio and how did you how did you play last week? Um, did you do good? Did you do good? I was a good I was a good sideline sideline coach player guy dad that's something i have to say when i was in texas everybody said did good you did good i'm used to people saying you did well you like, did well i know it's a, it's vernacular but did good i just i wanted to correct did people's good. grammar but then they said y'all did good. y'all did good <laughs> yeah that that uh wolf critchell says hey yo george hey says hey buddy Everybody's got their own catchphrase in the, the, in the chat right now. Uh, Josh Zubizabrickus is also sitting here with us. I am, and I was ready like five minutes ago, and then you went to Gavin, and now I'm not, so I'm not going to introduce. I love that where this is going already. <laughs> um, you guys. Plus, I'm drinking purple, which is yeah. very strange. So Josh has been told by his doctor he's not allowed to have red food coloring, number nine. But with this purple, I don't think there's red no, in there. It's 7.5. Is that what it is? Red dyed 7.5. Mm. Um, are you still able to have milk? No. Uh, but my vitamin R is really low. So <laughs> yes. it's. Maybe you should have that. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, Elliot Darno, Darno says, Hola. There was us. Yeah, and Bonchick says, All y'all is plural. Yeah, so. But then she yeah. gave us a singular one a minute ago, but then it's. Yeah, y'all. Down yeah. And she said, gone. "Y'all is singular." But if I say, y'all is so part. if I'm to talk to Gavin, I say y'all. If I'm to talk to Gavin and Joe, I can still say y'all. But as soon as I involve Josh, now it's all y'all. That's how I was described to it as. All right, so we're yeah. described to what as? As you, the vernacular of y'all versus all y'all. Uh, what? So if I so y'all <laughs> are sitting on the other end of the table, so there's one or two of you. But if I'm referring to the three of you, now I have to change it from y'all to all y'all. Because it's multitudes or multi- multiple people. So when so when someone that is new to North, new to Canada, has to learn the English language, then they have to learn the South Southern English language, which is has, you know, y'all, all y'all, and collard greens all mixed in that they have to figure out. Crazy times here. Wolf Critchlow says Josh got that crunk juice. <laughs> it's actually the dollar store brand, so it's runk juice. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Can I have? Did you guys? I did. I missed last week's show. I did tune in for a minute, as you saw. We saw that. Yeah. Oh, it's longer than a minute. Um, that's where I used up all the data, Todd. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did well uh, on Price is Right. I did. Thank you. I won. Um, did you guys talk to Wolf about his experience at Euro Big Game? We did not. He no, was we're, just leaving. Was he not? We're no, kind of boycotting it because we we're really jealous. It would be nice to talk to Wolf and you know have him tell us about the Euro big game. We know that uh, a Ukrainian person, no, a Swedish person won the Euro. Um, Eurovision? Eurovision. It's pronounced be, Swedish. Swedish. <laughs> um, but anyway, we need to talk to Wolf and um, have him tell us a little bit about his experience. You know what I bet oh. you Wolf had that none of us had? What? Sauerkraut. Probably sauerkraut, yeah. <laughs> Delicious kraut. I, um, I, I was at Ikea this past weekend, and I met a, mm-hmm. a Swedish person at Ikea. Nice. Were they driving and a I was Volvo? Like, I was like, oh, that must be really neat for you to come here and feel like a, a little bit of home at Ikea. And he goes, it's Ikea. Ah, uh, yes. It's like, good for you. Ica. Were you having meatballs or Swedish meatballs? It's <laughs> like... I had craft dinner. <laughs> I, pro- I promise it's we'll like have canna- paintball content like can- in just a minute. It's like cannibalism. But I have to say two things. Ikea and Price Club have become two of my favorite restaurants. Ikea's you meatballs. Mean Costco, right? Sorry. Right? Price Club. Costco, yes. All right. Sorry, snobs. Costco. So Costco's got great hot dogs 
and ikea or whatever you call it ica has uh excellent meatballs swedish yeah. meatballs yeah, macaroni you guys are looking at me like no, 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 i'm crazy okay. Fish People, and I know, I know we want to talk paintball. So when you go to no, when you go to Costco food court, uh-huh. do you get the do you get the hot dogs? Yes, okay. I haven't lately, and or I haven't before, but lately I've I've I have. so I usually get a couple. Do you take two cups? Ooh, or do you just take cups. the one beverage cup because it's like a buck fifty for beverage and uh, I'm trying and, to get the off the soda pop, so I just get the hot dog because I figure at least that's healthy. Or oh yeah, because there's no <laughs> sodium in a Costco <laughs> yeah. hot dog. Well, it's not the sodium; it's the sugar that's my concern, and I'm just. But yeah, so I. But it's a good value. It's a really good value. So there's yeah. not quite enough sodium in a Costco hot dog for your five day recommended intake. Okay, um, I promise we'll get to paintball. But one yeah. other thing I want to say is <laughs> yes. Tom. So I'm trying to get off soda, but the problem is I go to with the with my kids to McDonald's at least once a week because of dance. The way the schedule goes. Oh, and now they've got strawberry fruitopia, and. Damn it! Ew. I'm back on. I, I no, I haven't had pop there. That in monkey weeks. on your it's back, all baby. Been that new. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, there's a lot of people opt- saying. I hope my optometrist just kicked sugar. The stream is garbage tonight. Is a it? lot of people say it's lagging. Y'all, y'all. Okay. All well, we're gonna record it. We're we're gonna we're gonna continue to record because most of you guys are watching us or listening to us in podcasts. So we're gonna just keep on going and hopefully I, the stream fixes itself. I have a grammar thing. Yeah, yeah. That I need to add in there. Plus McDonald's. Okay. Went to McDonald's on the weekend because we, we had a giant um, pipe burst in our house. So we've been renovating, right? So we go to McDonald's, we're getting everything. And this guy in front of us, you see his hand come out, he grabs a coffee, and the coffee comes back. It goes back in, back out. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Man? This guy's been up here for like five minutes now, right? I get up to the window and I was like, out of curiosity, what did that guy order? Because it was like this tall thing and had whipped cream on the top. I've never seen it at McDonald's before, right? And I was like, what? What did he order? He goes, oh, I don't know, but he ordered thrice, and I had to make it three times. And I was like, did you just well use done. the word thrice? Like, thrice. <laughs> like, Those English majors and, need jobs, too. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. It was, he was, I, I'm guessing English was not his first language, judging by skin color accent in Was he Swedish? Address. No, he wasn't Swedish. <laughs> but it just, like, it threw me off when he said thrice. And I pulled out my side in the back, goes, what does thrice mean? Jeez. Well, here we go. Paintball. Should we talk about some paintball? Yes. Nah, we're, we're on a good roll. So, ladies and there gentlemen, there was an OPL thing this weekend, wasn't there? There was a there was a long weekend of paintball. For Matt the was there. I don't I know see if a lot Todd of you guys tuning in uh, and commenting on that. Um, yeah, it was great. Great weekend. Lots of teams. We did a live stream. If you guys want to catch any of it, uh, head on over to Ontario Paintball League, and you can uh, see the live stream there. Um, let's have a look. So tonight, we're we talking about how long. Uh, have you been playing and what formats or genres have you played? Um, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Did you guys see Exalt <gasps> came out with this? Awesome. It's only going to make a small percentage of people happy, but the new referee beanies. I love the fact that it's bright yellow. Also need a black and white tripod. Oh, a zebra one? Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be good, too. Very cool. Okay, so yes. this will be a good segue to what's coming up next. Or but a tiger with the OPL. Uh-huh. All the ref jerseys were they're sponsored by JT this year, and they had massive JT logos on the front, and they were all orange and yellow. Uh, they looked good. We had people asking if they could buy them. Um, they were good, and then they also had uh, full size towels, but made of microfiber that had the JT logo on it, the behind the bunker logo. I saw on the BTB it. one. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. fantastic. Well, well, yeah, well, well placed merch there. But uh, speaking of that, what do you think of these? JT hoodies. Not so bad. Huh. And Empire hoodie. Joe's favorite color. These are from our friend Ryan Sexton at uh, Hustle Kings. Go to mm. beunoriginal.com and uh, you can check that out. Uh, Paintball Media Magazine is online. Uh, we didn't talk about that last week, but uh, paintball.media, if you go check them out, uh, you can uh, you can see their online magazine. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine at the OPL this week, and I saw him walk by with this. I had to stop and take a picture. So it's a ninja tank, and I'm going to enhance and zoom. It's Paw Patrol. <laughs> He's got a Paw Patrol watch uh, hockey tape to his tank because he used to play Seven Man, right? So for him, he likes a clock on his on his tank. So good for him. I, I, I thought that was a, a really good mod. Um I don't know who this was, but I keep seeing these come up in my timeline. 
Uh, guys oh, are making yeah. these new trophies now that are 3D printed, and they look great. Remember the old trophies yes. with the gut with the gun with the weird demented hopper on it? Yeah. So start asking for better trophies for whatever series you play in. This I thought was kind of cool. Free flow <laughs> technology came out with a custom jersey. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if any of you guys were going to get it. Oh, um, well done. And that's yeah. his Polkai uh, jersey number, 33. Was it? Oh, see, that went too Good deep for me. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that. But the National Organization of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood, <laughs> which it says has Bundy's last name on it. So I know it's going to be lost on people that play or listen Most to the podcast, but yeah. basically they're no ma'am jerseys. If they really, really, really wanted to top that <laughs> off, Right at the bottom, right in the center, in the front, they should have just put wear marks oh. from sliding your hand <laughs> down your pants. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I saw on MagFed Paintball uh, Facebook group, they asked the question, if you could bring any firearm platform to paintball, what style, version, model would you like to see? Oh, I thought cool. that was a brilliant question. Um, they already brought the one I was going to say, and that's Glock 17. Uh, we saw that from Umer X, yes. yes. And uh, that's awesome. But I also, what was the gun that I always wanted? The P... Uh, P90? The, the Bullpup. The um, PRK. No. PDW? Uh, the POS. It could have been. POS. It could have <laughs> been. But what would you guys... Oh, look at this. Buddy Bowers watching. And we just commented on... His uh, his free flow thing. Nice to see you, buddy. <laughs> Love that. Uh, wouldn't hurt my feelings to have one of those. I might wear rock one of those next time I'm practicing. That's awesome. And he says uh, Bundy is my hero. <laughs> so uh, Buddy Bauer is uh, the gentleman responsible for free flow technology. So if you guys want to go and give him a follow, that one, <sighs> It's not Josh. I I uh, It has. So uh, if you take if you're if you're holding your your firearm straight up it's got a uh it feeds this way and it's got like a round foregrip oh the, it's this the p90. p90 p90 that's what it is thank it's, you i, I don't air, know why I there's couldn't an airsoft version but i like a paintball one this one yeah yes that exact one that's the um that's the gun that doesn't have shells right or ha me up <laughs> oh did you say shelves or shells yeah. shell okay yeah. it's because they're um they're rectangles Right, oh, it's not good. traditional. There's no I, shell ejection. Yeah, on Thomas it. Burke's at P90 as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he copied me. Yeah, you load it weird. I was quite confident I said it earlier, but did you? <laughs> listen to rewind. Probably yes. well, you'll yeah, win. You'll win. You'll win. Prices right. Yeah, anyway, I so believe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. But I, I just thought that was pretty cool. But kudos to you, buddy, on those on that jersey. That is uh, fantastic. Um. All right, so we're going to be talking about uh, how long have you played paintball and what genre. We'll get to that shortly. We have mail time to get to as well as uh, the vault segment. And, uh, yeah, why don't we go do the vault segment right now. When we come back, we'll get into your mail time questions. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of from the vault where we go back in history. Back in the early days of paintball, I'll show you something's kind of old, something's kind of cool, and something you may not have seen before or for a long time. Today is no different. We are going to go to the wall of vault and we are going to pull out this, this gem. This is an evil barrel sleeve. So evil, the days of evil paintball, evil player wear and products go back to the PMI era. So this, if you take core, you go back to GI sports, you go back to key, then you're at PMI and evil has arrived on scene. Also showing the age is uh, 68 caliber only. It doesn't talk about low impact or 50 cal. So this was marketed before um, 50 cal was really a thing or low impact jelly ball or even airsoft. Um, use common sense and have fun for use for paintball markers only as well. And please don't shoot at animals or people as well. So this is the evil barrel bag or barrel condom. Uh, we use them for airsoft as well because you're better to have something on the end of your barrel than nothing at all, even if it just stops a little bit or something. And that also um, counts in life as well for any um, aspiring young people as well that may be wishing to experiment. Just kidding. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning into this week's segment of the, From the Vault and where we went back in history, back in the early days of paintball, talked about the evil barrel sleeve. Until next week, see you soon.
Pew, pew. All right. So for those of you guys that are listening in podcast form, hopefully this sounds okay. For those of you watching tonight, we are having some issues with our interwebs locally. Again, despite the fact that someone came to Josh's house, who is in my neighborhood, and said the same thing they said to me two weeks ago when they came to my house and said, hey, congratulations. We've just upgraded the service in our in your neighborhood, and it's so much better now. Oh, she said, oh, we updated the lines. And I was like, oh, that's wonderful. Did you connect them all together? Or did you just <laughs> yeah. Are they touching? Because my, like my... We have one of those third-party ones, but it's it's actually Rogers because it's through cable. And they came and offered me twice the amount of speed at four times the price that I'm paying now. And I said, like, even my internet now is, like, shoddy. And she goes, oh, well, if we do it from your house, we have to put a new line in. So it'll be a new line anyways. So you just told me you replaced all the lines to the neighbor. <sighs> I know. I had a good hustle. I had a kid come to the door. He was he was covered in uh, paint, like he, he looked and you know was a, was a painter. And he said, "Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. We're working on a house over here on this street. If you guys need any paint or whatever, like let, let me know. I'm working here." And he handed me his pamphlet. I thought, what a good hustle. And he was he was very um, he wasn't in your face about. It. He's like, "Hey, like no pressure. Just if you're looking, I'm in the area. I'm happy to do big jobs, small jobs, whatever." And he was ready to walk off my porch without much follow-up and i like that that's the kid who screwed up the job and they sent him out door to door probably like, get the hell out of this house yeah <laughs> and here's some flyers and suppliers out. <laughs> yeah. he was covered in paint but they hadn't even yeah. started yet which is funny because like i hate door-to-door salespeople with a passion but this kid his demeanor and everything about, about him, him was like it took a shine to him <laughs> when he left i put his head between my arm and i give him a little shuka shuka <laughs> on his forehead <laughs> a noogie yeah a little noogie i like shuka shuka better <laughs> yeah shuka shuka yeah well you know what i meant hashtag shuka shuka <laughs> yeah no it's shuka shuka now oh wow all right well why don't we give gavin a time to shine here with a little bit of mail time mail time mail time Oh, man, I wish people could hear what happened to the studio when those bumpers go on. Like, Matt is so angry today. Like, clearly a long weekend at the OPL, and he's he's exhausted. Like, he preemptively, like, yelled at me. It's going, you jackass. He's dehydrated. He's hungry. Slightly confused. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for for tuning in. It is mail time, the time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you, my friends, have sent in. Uh, It's a small sack this week, so it's dried up. I was in the pool. <laughs> Only a couple of uh, questions, so I will start with uh, our friend Kevin M. Osborne, who wants to know suggestions for a Woods Bowl-theme layout. So what are some good maps for a Woods Bowl uh, field? Sorry, who think- asked that question? Kevin Osborne. Kevin Osborne. Okay, I thought it was oh, themes Don't- for a field. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Um, what about a Star Wars? When we Joe, Joe went to Disney this year, I've been there as well. I saw the Star Wars layout; it's fantastic. I'm not a Star Wars fan, but if you could mimic what they did at Disney, that was pretty awesome. I guess it, we were waiting to go on the rides, and there was like a lot. You're standing in a lot of tunnels and caverns and things. It would be kind of cool, and then just with the rock faces and the cliffs, that would be neat. Um, I would love a shopping mall. Oh, like a yep. Dawn of the Dead kind of thing? Yeah. So what's that shopping mall that's uh, extinct? They're out of business, but they use it for all these movie shoots and stuff like that. Wouldn't that be good to go in there with some white paint and, and, and go to town? That'd be awesome. Even like a an old, like an abandoned hospital would be cool, right? I've said it before on the show, um, not that you're doing a wood ball theme, but if you could do it, a parking garage with cars still in it. Oh, that'd be cool. Floor to yeah. floor, yeah. So we had an opportunity to be at a paintball field on the weekend that just put turf in. And it's so fresh that not many people have played on, and it was nice. If you could go, there was one field in Ontario, uh, I guess it wasn't Ontario, it was Quebec in Mirabelle, where they built a turf field. <laughs> Sorry, Gavin, what's wrong? <laughs> not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> they built a turf field specifically for paintball, the right size, the right shape. They even put like a two percent grade or whatever they say on it and it's phenomenal um so i would like a speedball field that has proper turf with night lights covered pits and um turf to the parking lot so that you're never in mud and 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 uh grossness and that's not transferred onto the field but that again that's not going to ever happen because no one's going to do that but that'd be a good dream field now, for Woods Bowl, I think you can't go wrong with maybe something video game based. So Chicago, was it Chicago? 
had um, oh Owen Joliet. Um, Blast Camp. It was a Blast Camp. Okay, uh, oh, so they no. had uh, the Call of Duty field, right? So I think it, uh, to attract Nuketown. 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 Thank you. That's uh, you're talking uh, Paintball Explosion. Thank you. Yeah, Paintball yeah. Explosion. Sorry, uh, no, and they, they did quite well in terms of uh, making it um, like like an exact replica of what uh, the map you'd play on uh, Call of Duty. Garnered a lot of interest um, because you still have the video game generation, and you're not going to escape that. I mean, people are still going to be playing online video games, uh, and really. If you can replicate that and do it very, very well, I think uh, that is a great way to start planning what your, your maps or your, your fields should should look like. Yep. I think if you go video game based, uh, it'll be a hit, uh, as well as if it's oh. movie theme based as well. What about the dust, the map from Counter-Strike? That's an old reference, but people will get that. Yeah. Joe, you were playing Counter-Strike yeah. back then in the day too, but that was my favorite map. Ooh, look at me looking using that word properly. Yes. Um, but yeah, I know I didn't play a lot of games, but that would be good. The other one would be good as a as a video game one. Wolfenstein 3D. Mind Laven! <laughs> Mind Laven! <laughs> um, the original yeah. the original uh, first person shooter game that was uh, sort of popular. Oh, that'd be great. You know what? Uh, I would... you can you can't really get away with some of the embellishments you'd add on the wall. No, and... no you cannot. But it, I guess it's just for no, for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think out there? I know the internet's spotty, but there are a few be bustling through. Um, I thought it would always be fun to play in like one of the old forts, like old Fort York, like the old okay, like pre Civil yeah, yeah. War type oh, yeah. type ones where they've got everything in mountains underground and all that kind of stuff. I thought that would be kind of. What cool. about? A real wealthy person's hedge maze. <laughs> well, think about it. Wouldn't it be good? You could hear the paintball shooting, but you'd never know if you're going in the right direction or if you was going to a dead end or if you'd find a statue of Venus peeing in a fountain or something <laughs> in the middle. Or Venus yeah. Williams? <laughs> I would like to do um, like a, a Normandy beach. If you could attack a Normandy beach with the, the bunkers, some of those bunkers attack some of the World War II bunkers. That would be really cool, where they have yeah. interconnected bunker systems with, with tunnels, and then there's trenches outside, and then there's yeah. grassy knolls and all kinds of stuff. That'd be pretty cool. I know we've talked about this years ago, but there was a game in Europe uh, called The Citadel where people got on a Zamboni. A Zodiac, <laughs> sorry. Yes, it was during the wintertime when the, when the Adriatic Sea was frozen. No, but they got in a Zodiac and uh, jumped into the water, carried their guns in, and walked in, you know walked yeah, up the rocky face and then fought their way to whatever. That was Tim Barnett. Yeah, so Shoreline yeah. did a lot yeah, of those. Shoreline great, you know, did a lot of those. They did one in a prison as well. Like yeah. There was a number of neat venues that they, they hosted. So you went to um, San Francisco to the prison. What, would that Al be playable Alcatraz, Alcatraz? Alcatraz was pretty, was pretty cool. But was it playable, though? Um, or is it too, like... No, you. I think you could if you came in across across the bay on on boats, and maybe not necessarily got off at the dock where they landed, but you could probably scale up and you know you could you breach the front door and then fight your way in. I think so. I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd be possible. Yeah. Uh, Charles Holton said he's also played in a band in prison once. So. so it is possible in a prison environment. But was uh, the prison maybe abandoned now? But when you were there, Charles, was it not abandoned or? Was he a resident? <laughs> you were, yeah. Um, Just once, I want to be able to drag a tin can over the bars. Guards, guards. <laughs> yeah. And thank you to all of you guys who are, are commenting that you're leaving, but you're going to watch us and rewind uh, on Spotify or listen to us and rewind on Spotify. Sorry about the internet. I, I'm not really sure what I can say about that tonight. We we apologize. We're doing our best. We're chugging through. We'll upload it later on, and the show should be. We'll get Rogers to send you a credit a sorry message <laughs> and a, sorry, a sorry message yes yeah yeah our internet's terrible you can see that right there josh 50 megabytes per second yeah oh oh 190 we oh. up to 190 i'm gonna i don't want to take yeah. away our bandwidth no. but there we go take um, away all where else would you want to play an airport well, all those terminals well, and stuff yeah. i mean oftentimes you sit in airports and you wish you could just go postal but yes that's true i want to ride in one of those little carts like those souped up golf carts <laughs> yep yeah. What airport were we in that had that, like, it was Calgary. almost like a train, like a choo-choo no, train, a kid's train? Oh. It was Calgary. Was it Calgary? I'm almost certain it was in Calgary. It might have been a train that they took out of an amusement park, but it, it might as well have been, like, one of those, like, kids' trains. Um, but it was their version of a tram. 
Why were we in Calgary? A layover, a stopover before Super going game? to Super Game in okay. Super, Super game, game West. Do you remember that, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the? You remember Dulles where we landed at the one terminal and they took us over on these giant elevated terminal buildings yeah, like that you, actually moved there. They, it like says you could, yeah, they said signs to the other terminal. And it was, you're walking into this room and all of a sudden the doors close and the room starts moving and you realize you're on this massive building that, that's that uh, giant on wheels. wheels. Like a transformer? I don't know what they're called. I actually, like, whatever it, it looked was, like it could have been something out like of Transformers. Was, yeah. Well, whatever yeah. it was, it was more than, than meets the eye anyways. <laughs> uh, well done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is there not a paintball field that's at a... Abandoned amusement park is that Blast Camp? Is that the one I'm thinking about? Well, that's a paintball explosion, but Blast is Camp a is a missile. That's the nuke yeah. silo, right? Yeah. Or Nike, Nike missile silo, or whatever. Yeah, Minuteman. But he, we oh. think all these places would be great, but they're almost too large. Like you'd have to scale whatever you wanted to play down because paintballs just oh. don't shoot very far. And so the mini safety village at the Waterloo Region Police. I would station. be all over that. <laughs> they, don't use it anymore. <laughs> they don't use it. No, they don't use it anymore. They're called mobile lounges. Okay, there you du- go. At Dulles. The there you mobile go. lounges were originally envisioned as an elegant waiting room on wheels. Yeah. Very, I miss going there di- to uh, to paintball extravaganza. But it was one of those rooms that was entirely carpeted. It was, yeah. Like, everyone, like yes. all the way up over the ceiling. And some yeah. of them were ruined. It was a comfortable carpet. Charles Holton says the Atlanta airport would be fun. I haven't. I don't think I've been to the Atlanta Atlanta airport. Hartsfield. That's the busiest airport in the world. The FedEx hub? Yeah. Atlanta, no, yeah, Atlanta would be kind of cool. Wilson was there once, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. Yep. TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. All right. Do you want to answer another question, or should we? Are you guys good with this one? Uh, we have one more. All right. Uh, from our good friend Zane in Zaniac Smith, he says, "Hey, I have a topic to pick everyone's brain. I'm sure you've covered it before, but now feel free to. But now we are free, free to travel and play out of town big games. I thought a brainstorm session on the topic would be good. So, question." Going to my first ever big game at the end of the month and look looking for a list of things I should pack for when I'm off the field and not playing, excluding camping gear. So not about uh, the actual game and all those accoutrements that you need to uh, to, en- to enjoy the game. But what are those extras uh, if we're in the parking lot or the players' party? Oh. What are you packing? Chair. Wet, wet naps. Yeah, good old comfortable chair. It's one thing I didn't pack on the last time I went and I wish I would have brought. And just a comfortable chair, but not too comfortable. Because you get into that chair and you're lounging and then you don't want to go and play again. That's true. Yes. Um, Bring a spray bottle. For hobo showers. Or a, cu- or a, couple, a couple spray bottles. One you can put soapy water in. One you can just put plain water in. Bring a bunch of um, microfibers. A garbage bag. Clear garbage bag as well. Yep. Clear for garbage For your gear bag. so you don't get it confused with the rubbish. Yeah. Um, a head of lettuce. For garden treats? For garden <laughs> treats. For a nice, cool, refreshing way to stay hydrated. Absolutely. Um, yeah, water, t- Gatorade. Uh, your Tepes box. Cooler. Must. Um, bug spray. Car cheese. Bug, bug spray. Car tap cheese is good. Charcuterie. Uh, <laughs> tackle box. <laughs> Snackle box. Yes. Snackle box. <laughs> I promise you, you are not welcome to any of my charcuterie in this game. I promise you. I told you I don't want anything that's been on your dashboard. How many months have you been ridiculing me for that? <laughs> right. But it was delicious. If you have a quick shade, bring a quick shade. Or you can bring a tarp and some zip ties and then you, you can, or some rope and you can rig a tarp up so you have some shade. A lot of places don't have shade. Yeah. By the way, Gavin, did you ever get all that cheese out of your defrost <laughs> vents? No? <laughs> yes. Okay. But Joe's right. A quick shade would be good, or a tent even if you don't have. Yeah. Um, Tarpaulin if you don't. A, a small hibachi. It's always nice if you have someone who wants to stay off the field for a while to cook up some burgers. and. Yeah. Paper paper towels, microfibers. Bring you know you can if you're going to get shot up a lot with your to go hand in hand with your spray bottle of soapy water you can bring a small scrub brush and that'll scrub some yeah. of the hits out bug repellent bug repellent sunscreen yeah. a hot a wide brim hat if it's hot and sunny multiple goggles if you I know this sounds stupid but bring every goggle that you own because you will cycle through them. Okay, yes. so let's focus again on when he's off the field or when people are yes, off the field true. and not playing. Okay. So, a uh, picnic m- multiple yep. hats because yep. you will soak through multiple ones. Snacks, yeah. but, lots of snacks. But all joking aside, Fluids. a picnic blanket brings something to lay down on just because you're going to want to yeah, take yeah. a break. Yeah, and never I hurts. Like, I like either the slides or uh, or flip flops. 
um, to get out of your socks and your hot boots or whatever and just walk well, around. Why no Crocs? An extra pair of socks. Josh likes to wear a pair of Yeezys around the field. Yeah. They're back on sale. They are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, never underestimate the power of having like a uh, small container, a couple aspirin, a couple Tylenol, some yeah. afterbite, that kind of thing. Small little bed kit thing. Creature comfort. Toilet paper. You can also bring like a fat stack of cash so you can go find a local hotel room and you get sick and tired of everybody staying up to 2 a.m. for no reason <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, I, I'm not, I would not consider myself a fancy man, but I feel a hotel is an important thing and a hotel that's away from the event because you need to get a mental, you need to recharge. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Whereas the podcast was looking everywhere else, we are not on anything other than Facebook tonight, but we are recording as we normally do, and it'll be on uh, anywhere that you get our podcast from normally, Tio. And uh, just our internet is sucky tonight, so that's why we're not uh, broadcasting everywhere we normally do. Um, True that. Trying to think of what else. A pair of shorts just to change into at the a end ch- of the day. A change of clothing, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, a little Bluetooth speaker to get you back in the mood. Yeah, and play a little. Uh, else around you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe a backup battery charger power bank thing for if your you're, telephone. Is, if you're wearing, fan. yeah, if you're wearing a lot of Hormesis products, then maybe you want to get yourself um, some incense. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a Tibetan throw rug. Yeah. A Sherpa to carry your gear? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, a larger vehicle, a trailer. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to all talk about maybe going to Fulda Gap this year. And when we do, we're going to put out a call for paintball caddies. If you can't afford to play, but you want to have that experience, you want to hang with us, we're looking for a couple of pan- <laughs> paintball. Hey. <laughs> you know what? You have to wear a white Tyvek suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, you're going to need to wear a pod pack with extra paint, extra tanks with remember, you. Remember we had Kavan do that with yep. us? He followed yep. us around and carried yep. paint and tanks and stuff. Yep. They're gonna have I, to it be was able, awesome. They're going to have to be able to swing a sack of doorknobs, too. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to supply your own doorknobs. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> so there you go. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, are we about beating that one? I, I reckon. Uh, obviously not an exhaustive list, but you want to be able to be comfortable off the field. Uh, how long you're going to be staying around for and engaging whatever activities. That may mean bringing like a Yeti uh, to top up some beverages or as you're visiting. Um, just up to... A Yeti. You, Listen to you, Mr. High Society. Can I wear? Can I just bring my Hydro Flask? Whatever happened to the Visco girls? I have no idea. Yes. Oh, well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you uh, a little bit something? I want to see that something, too. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, can I tell you about uh, Planet Eclipse? From the point man to the podium, Planet Eclipse performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate with the pr- when the pressure is on or when is no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse and perform. E.g., the Smoke Grenade Company has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with battlefield brilliance, brilliant colors, and creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes E.g. Arabs gives inflation a whole new meaning. Designed and manufactured and handcrafted in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Stainless steel hardware, thick welded seams will keep everybody, in, everyone in play all day. Uh, get Arabs and stay up. Arabs.com. Exalt, uh, taking accessories. Ruthless. Was there- <laughs> no, it's Exalt. Exalt, taking. Show. Show. Yes, you have to go back to your other page. Exalt, taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for the next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or a pro breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. Thanks for tapping me on the shoulder. What? <laughs> Gavin, bread over your read. No, yeah. like, it's... I, it's I not. It's not on this sheet. <laughs> That's like, I know. Okay. Uh, Rome was not built in the day just like these reads, but you sure could look well... Look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look oh so good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15%. 
DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by the best, light, sleek, and fast. TM40 only available from DLX. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with a one wheel. And before you ride off into the sunset, use the promo code B2B10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. Hashtag ride519. Tanks. Everything is bigger in Texas. It is a Tanks Big Man Adventure Park in Houston. One-stop action for all-ages action. Tanks hits the target every time with Jelly Ball, Low Impact, Regular Paintball, Airsoft, and Axe Throwing. Book your next adventure with Big Man. Hashtag get tanks. Hey, uh, thank you to all of our great sponsors. Um, I, I want to go back one second. I, I wrote down, we talked about what to bring to a big game. I can't, I can't stress enough food just in general yes sir. Uh, and I, I just we'll go we'll move on but when you're at a big game and you're you're some fields are a little more remote than others you're stuck with what you brought or what the field is serving and which is usually fine but me personally i always have a cooler of stuff that i go home with because i brought so much because i want to have the opportunity to have choice and if you don't feel like you know what you you know some of the stuff you brought well hopefully you'll find something with everything you choose but it's important to be able to stay hydrated and fed with all the energy that you get from that so for me yeah it's food yes sir yeah yeah sometimes it's fun to go shopping just for those snack treats that you're gonna it's like you know guys go on road trips because they like to stop at the convenience stores and buy road trip snacks you know like your combos and your you know your chips and your and your licorices but for me it's when i go to a big game it's you know granola bars and and so next time we go to we should probably coordinate uh meals yes and that way we can all bring a little something each potluck yes a little bit like potluck i will bring the charcuterie uh todd will not engage in any of that uh josh will bring um his uh, sushi again his world famous kraut yeah actually kraut wouldn't be a bad summertime food kraut's not bad it's got a decent amount of sodium, yeah. too. It's cabbage. It's got a lot of liquid in it. Uh, beef jerky is also a good one. Yes, I'll sir. bring the canned yeah. cheese. The aerosol. The spray one? <laughs> oh, you're a god amongst men. Yeah. Well, if you put it in the sun, you can fill up our high-pressure air tanks if we get too low. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can have canned cheese at once. <laughs> oh, People across the field, who's shooting cheese? <laughs> it's shooting hot. <laughs> How long will your would it take for your regulator to gum up with spray cheese going through it? Queso. Okay. Queso. Queso nachos. Did you guys uh, celebrate Cinco de Mayo, by the way? Yeah. Uh, Do anything no, for Cinco de Mayo? No. no. I have a really hard time celebrating Cinco de Mayo. So we celebrate Cinco de Cuatro because none of the help is working on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, I, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Gooby at BehindTheBunker.com. Does, no, does nobody know that reference? It's a Family Guy, isn't it? No, no. It's from a show that's funnier than Family Guy. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't say that. It's actually Is it? Um, hold on. Is it the Bluth family? Yeah. 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 Where they cancel Cinco de Mayo because <laughs> all the Spanish restaurants in town are closed. So I used to, I used to go pretty hardcore with cultural appropriation. I had the sombrero and mustaches <laughs> and the poncho and everything, and I got called out for it. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I, I've yeah. retired that now. Should so. have yeah. seen him on D-Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple photos. That, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, like a, those are the things I want scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> nice to see Steve Tiffin in the live chat. It was nice to see you on the weekend, sir. Uh, Steve uh, jumped on a team and tried his hand at uh, some speedball last, this past weekend. Good on you, bud. Hmm. Another one jumps to the dark side. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we move on to tonight's topic at hand? And we asked you guys, um, you know, how long have you been playing for and sort of what genres have you played? But I'd like to, before we get into that, I'd let, let's go around the horn because a lot of people listen to the show may not know what our background is and how long we've played. But why don't we, uh, why don't we go around the horn and kind of give, give some background, uh, Josh, t- what, how long, how many years have you played and sort of. What formats did you find yourself playing or enjoying? Uh, years? I don't know. I think I played my first game in 96 or 97. And then um, I started playing a lot more in college at a field. And the only thing they had was speedball. So for the first little while, that's pretty much all I did. Now, was that inflatable or was it like that was skids, hyper and skids and tubes? Hyperball, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. hyperball. Proper hyperball. Clunk, clunk, clunk. 
And there was one side field that had skids on it and stuff, but that was like where they stuck all the rental people with all the bees. The dogs. With the bees, the bees in the mouth. Where they bark and shoot bees at you. Yeah. Congrats to Steve Tiffin, by the way. The team he played was Ontario Marauders. They took fourth place in D5. So that's a good accomplishment. for. That's not so bad. Yeah, it's a good accomplishment. What about you, Joe? Um, I think the first time I played was... I don't know. It was 1981 or 1982. I played the survival game. Uh, we used Nelspot 007s with safety glasses, oil-based paintballs. So I played that once. Then I don't think I played again until I started Flag Raiders in 1983. And the first guns we had were the Mark I Uzis with Norton 180 safety glasses. And the Mark I Uzis were the pump action with the little 38-round capacity. Bullpup design, very much like the the defender um then we evolved from there and i've played i guess i've played some speedball um i played low impact i've played airsoft i've I've played recreational paintball i've played on you know not all over the world but i've played in i guess the farthest place i played was in australia in the early 90s no around 93 or 94 is in australia and i played there so and i played it Across the U.S. and Canada, I've played in several different places. So that's my story. Gavin? Um, you know, you have to cut me open and count the rings to see how many years I've actually been playing. I'm guessing in the ballpark of 25, 6, 7, somewhere around there. Not quite 30, I think, at this point. Or maybe close to it. I don't know. Uh, and the genre of play has been um, a little bit of everything. So um, played some, some speedball house league. Uh, played... The lion's share of my, my paintball career has been in, in woods ball scenario slash uh, whether that was a scenario team or playing recreationally, uh, touring around to big games. Um, and I think yeah. it's sort of, in, in, you know, sort of to add to what Joe was saying too, I played, let's just say pump, I played low impact, I played jelly ball, I played airsoft, I played yeah. just about every sort of projectile PGP. shooting. PG, yeah, PG, <laughs> like any sort of projectile oh, yeah. shooting uh, yeah. that people don't die from that I, I, I persuaded yeah. in. So much like you guys have been playing for a while, I think uh, we figured out it was 26 years this year that I've been playing. And um, I, I went through a long period of time playing pump. Yep. Like I was a speedball, like I, I did a lot of speedball, played recreational once a week, all that sort of stuff. But I wanted to highlight the fact that for years I played with a pump. And I kind of miss that. I, I, I still think if I, if I got back uh, on the field playing more regularly, I would probably go back down to to pump um i enjoyed the click clack clack boom yeah and you know what it like not to sound like a guy but there was a time where we were all playing on tuesday nights and then we were practicing i was practicing on weekends or competing and i was probably at the best of my game i ever was personally i'm not saying i was awesome but the best of my game back at that time and i like taking the pump because it gave me a disadvantage or so i thought but six months into playing pump, I felt like I had a, an advantage because every shot mattered and every shot was was aimed, and I felt like I was actually like more accurate because of it. Yeah. Um, and you're more predictive in your game, like you were trying to, you know, because you didn't have the firepower, you're trying to predict who's when they're going to stick their head out. So you're sort of pre-shooting, hoping to get those. So, anyways, I we all have, and and I mean even Josh, like we've all played splat mash, we've all played every genre that's come across. The paintball field we've all yep. tried, including Nerf, right? But um, yeah. Well, anyways, that's all. But yeah. So for me, it was about twenty six years, I think. Um, but if if you look at the the field guns that Flag Raiders has had as field guns, the Mark One Uzi. Then we went to share. We had a few Sheridan rifles, but we had PMI ones. Then the PMI ones were converted to direct feed. Then the year later, they were converted to. Um, constant air with three and a half ounce tanks and then we had some pm then we had some tipman proams we had some tracers. PMI tracers then we had some stingrays 
Then we after the Stingray, we had Model 90. You had spiders as well. Oh, we had some spiders. Good Lord. Spiders. Uh, we had some piranhas, I think. And there was a mix of piranhas and yeah. spiders. And well, Todd's first gun we gave him because he liked my sister. Um, we gave him the um, TL, the spider TL, remember? The tournament whatever. Tournament, one, yes. tournament <laughs> level spider. That's because he was a good guy. Never um, worked. And then. I think you guys did that purpose. No, we didn't. Through. It was a good Let's gun. give him the shiny gun, even though it doesn't work. Um, and then. And now we're, you know, then we were 98s and then we were um, FT12s and then we had, we're introducing a few Emacs and then the pandemic came and then we introduced nothing. The easier question would be, what guns have we not shot? But that's you know a, what I mean? at a like, field level. I know, but like, I would say like, I never owned an Intimidator, but I, I played a game with one. I had someone give me one to try. I hated it. Like, but I mean, there's very few guns that we really didn't get a chance to play with. I mean, there's gonna be some obscure ones we didn't. Um, but I play with uh, a Blazer, Peanuts Blazer, yeah, and it, it was neat. Like the like the nice thing about being around a field and and uh, being a regular at a field is you get to know people, and then you just say, "Hey, do you mind me giving it a try?" Even if you just grab it out of their hands and take like five or six <laughs> shots. Well, okay, nicely. Like they pass it to you. <laughs> Started the, but when you're out in the field, you know what I mean? Joint. Like when you're walking out to the first game or whatever, you say, hey, do you mind if I take a couple shots? You know, and be nice. Don't spend 20 of their paintballs, but just have a couple. It's the only way to know how how they actually shoot and, yeah, what the difference I think is. The but only, I, don't even, I don't think I've ever shot a Nova. But I, yeah, I agree. I have never either. But I've shot probably everything. I've shot them. I've shot a Model 85 on fully auto and the thing just went right up the side of a wall it was crazy there was this gun that was like homemade and would shoot tennis balls called a, a sabot cannon hmm. and we put a tennis ball through a piece of aspenite like which is a quarter inch plywood which was pretty crazy that's not safe um, i think the scariest gun I ever shot was a samurai uh, it's plastic. It looks like the wand you have at a at, at a car wash. You just expect it to blow up at any Well, second. and I put a high pressure yeah. air tank on, which was even worse. Actually, now that I look back in time, that's probably safer than if I would have put a CO two canister oh, on. Oh yeah, it. CO two. Yeah. Then the temperature went up twenty degrees on a sunny oh, day. That's when you want it just a twelve gram because I you feel like you can survive the explosion yeah. of but a those, twelve gram. But those guns, if you look where the safety is. It says foam or mist, so like they took the old, yeah. So that was where it should have been semi-auto and safe. It but. was ips upcycled. It was green. Greta would love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Long live the autococker, says Clint Williams. And the blazer is a nice gun, says Charles Holton. It, it was. It was a little clunky. Uh, one of the one of my favorite booths we ever went to was that Super Game. We had Palmer's there. Yeah. And they had all of their wares, and they had basically their guns, their brand new ones, they had a white piece of cardboard. They put their gun on it, and then they put it under one of those vacuum presses like and put and just shrink wrapped it like you're buying a steak at the grocery store. Yeah, and I that's bought, how that's I how they one stole. of their barrels. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I, I regretted bought a barrel bought and then had to pay the extra ten dollars for the weight on his luggage on the way home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I regrettably bought a twelve inch. I should have bought the fourteen, but they didn't have that's it. That's my preferred length. It sure is. <laughs> but it had the little uh, detent detente inside. Yes. Yeah. All right. Where are we? Uh, so I do want to read a couple of uh, yeah, yeah. procedure here. So uh, Sarah Angler says it's complicated, and she laughed. Um, <laughs> got her first gun at eight and started playing backyard games and took a break in her teen years for a few years and found sniping. Uh, did Fulda and D-Day for a few years in college and still do that on Fulda on Saturdays, but most of the time she's in the tank uh, that she's created. And one I wanted to get to is um, yep. Kevin Norton. Started last year. Rec ball so far, looking to do scenario games. Started at age 66, and it's been an awesome experience. So welcome. Yeah, welcome, yeah. Kevin, to uh, the paintball family, my friend. I'm that's, glad. That's one thing I wish I did is started early, yeah. right? Like, I started a little bit older. When you look at, like, 12-year-old kids starting, like, I wish I started when I was that young. Yeah. But uh, whatever. It is um, what it is. I've got... Greg Muller, I'm going to read his. Yeah. Gavin, were you finished? I was finished, yeah. I wanted to make sure I got Kevin's um, comment in. Greg Don't Muller, be polite to him. Saturday, August 11th, 1984 is the first day he played. Um, started. He got out of bed at 5.30 a.m. I'm just throwing that in. But it was Saturday, August 11th, 1984. Everything from shooting oil-based with 007s and UVEX to goggles to an E-Volt, e- e- E-Volt 
Angel Eyes Weight Do Those Exist? Every caliber, he's played Woods Ball, Speeds Ball, Hyper Ball, X Ball, five different leagues at stadiums, arenas, castles, desert, a jungle, on turf, in a cave, on boats, ATVs, on beaches, in a former prison. None of that rhymes. Um, BML land, I think no. that's bacon, lettuce, and mayonnaise. Mm. In, um, in snow, rain, and mud up to his knees. In 16 countries on five continents from today. 14,153 yeah. days ago. He should have put that paragraph to one of the editors that works for Dr. Seuss. He could have made that so much better. But I also think he just used ChatGPT. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a bio. Give me a bio. How Good for you, Greg, though. Greg is one of those guys that you, you'd like to sit down at a bar and just have a, a frank conversation with and, and a confidential conversation, but certainly he's been around and knows enough about the industry. It'd be, it'd be a, it'd be a good cut, good yeah. chat. And somebody who can probably rival that bio, uh, John Omodea from paintball media. Ah, uh, yes. So he started playing in 1985, played uh, MPPL pro and amateur circuit, general scenario games, played indoors, mag fed, you name it. He's done it. Wow. It's good to see you in there, uh, John. Um, yeah. This is coming from top fan. In the ditch, John Jones. <laughs> 37 years, played rec ball, pump, super. He actually spelled it super. X-ball, ultimate woods ball, woods ball, five, uh, three, five, and seven man, 10 man scenario, big game. Uh, and MagFed played from novice to pro in the Millennium Series, won two trophies uh, in every competitive format he's ever played in the UK, including the European Cup, the World Cup for woods ball. I've won all my trophies shooting planet eclipse. John, you little something on your nose there. Uh, right back from when they were a custom shop. You know what? Nice. If, that's pretty amazing, John. But if you really wanted to impress me, you would have said that you played in Sherwood Forest and you ripped the chicken out of the Sheriff of Nottingham's <laughs> bare hands. But good for you, John. Um, that's how he used to afford paintball when he very first started. He was working as a chicken wrangler and running around catching chickens at the hatchery. So That ain't easy. Nope. <laughs> No. Um, you got another? I have a guy if you want to, if you're ready. Are you ready? Go ahead, yeah. Uh, Eli, I don't know how to say Gabois. 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 2002 played rental, then rec ball, then scenario ball, PSP rules, speedball, but also ref all of the above. He's been a game producer, an event promoter, team owner, and coach, mostly playing rec and coaching speedball. I go to the odd big games because I love the community, the vibes, and I never want to. I don't never want to ref a rental group and bring smiles to faces. Good for you. Uh, Bonchick, 15 years. Woods Ball Scenario, WCPL. Uh, she's general three scenario games with a record of 3-0 and oh, and, of course, has only owned a Tiger Stripe hoodie for two weeks. <laughs> you know, I'd still like to see a photograph. I, she hasn't sported it yet. I'd, 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 that's I'd like Angel Eyes. Does like, this Tiger Stripe hoodie in Florida exist? Is that where she's from, Florida? Is Tennessee. She, Tennessee? I think uh, Tennessee. So Seattle, isn't she? Seattle, Seattle, Seattle Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So Australia, mate. Uh, Bradley McKinnon says 20 years, mostly magfed. Bart Kruger said starting 2008, mostly woodball. A few X-ball uh, games. Same Robertson, 90s. Every style, baby. Uh, nice. Bonneau St. Croix, <laughs> eight years scenario pretty much. All the time from magfed to speedball markers. Uh, Andy Vander Platz began with 007s and two colors of oil based in the fall of 83. Wow. Played mostly scenario balls till I stopped in 2011. Still support by managing full scenario paintball page here on Facebook. Nice. Uh, Eric Ship says he first started playing in the 90s in some small place in Northeast Connecticut, took a break for life, then started back around 2009 2010. He's played Scenario, Hyperball, EPL, Masters Division, lots of wreck. Looking to retire in a couple of years when he hits 60. Well done, Eric. When I go. hit 70, I won't. I'll retire um, when I'm dead. Nebnella, <laughs> 98 or 99, Flaggers, Birthday Party, Core Stingrays, Memories, Guys, Core Memories, 2000, Present Scenario, Big Game, and Wreckball. Wreckball is my favorite. Low-key casual, I get a chance to be positive male role that I'm known for. Charles Happy Holton says he was baptized in Nelson uh, in May of 1988. In what format says he's not played? Uh, He thinks the only one that he hasn't played is he's never been in a six-player tournament. Hmm. Uh, Gary Doucette playing since 1987, now owned a field in Kamloops Paintball, created my own team and non-profit to build the sport. Kamloops Speedball Association, I support... 100% 100% support all forms of paintball. Bring your baller if your brother, sister, Church of Pew. The Real Bag of Doritos says uh, he's been playing since 2012, started with a hopper, quickly went to MagFed, and he's never looked back. 
Uh, now, Dad's in the chat, or chat, he submitted something. Eric Engler. Uh, his first game was 1984, as the Earth was cooling, uh, <laughs> and then into it hardcore in 2001. So Liberty Paintball, um, XO for B. Young's Paxson, and Long Island Big Game. Liberty, General Liberty, for Liberty. West Point, more times than he can count. EMR, Viper Games in Texas, Indiana, California. IAO, Oklahoma D-Day Commander, 14 years. Folder Gap Commander, 5 years. Operator Command Decisions, and Folder for 2. And you can't remember, as his, his memory is a little bit short, so he chimed in or asked for John Almodea to help him out with that, but he did not. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Or he, uh, Our friend Eric Egler has seen a lot of stuff in the paintball world and played it. Uh, yeah. Jeff Thompson, longtime uh, tormentor. Uh, 1987, he played at the 007. Nice. Uh, Paul Lesuk. I uh, started playing in 85. I was 16 then, stopped in 87, 89 when sons were born. I uh, have played almost every format in most terrains, like Greg Muller. I have four continents, lost count of all the countries, been shot in the eye because shot glasses are not made for the impact. Uh, Bob Payton was given a vial of turpentine to clean up. Good old Terp. Still have my original Nell spot. Been one of the hostiles in SWAT training in abandoned malls, hotel, convention center, and complexes. Met a horde of great people and friends in fields. And he's got quite a uh, resume listed here, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, our podcast only hour long. It does. Chris <laughs> Pinback, first taste in the early 90s. Had a challenge in Reddish. All those UK, uh, all those in the UK know the place. Trying to bowl holes in the Predator. Um, he's played all kinds of different stuff. But again, uh, thank you very much for your submission. Uh, Matthew Shin, on and off for 25 years. Been running the New Hampshire chapter of SAS since 2013. I just had to throw that in there. Shout out. Uh, focus on scenarios and Meg fed games and woods ball. Love traveling and visiting different fields. There we go. Jason Bryan's been playing since May of 2000 with a force hiatus from 2004 to due to government-funded trip to the Middle East and another hiatus from 2011 to 2016 due to lack of funding. For the first eight years, he did mostly rec ball to local field, but dabbled in some local tournaments as well. So 2008, discovered scenarios, fell in love with that format. He's also dabbled in some pump play in MagFed as well. Nice. Nice. Oh, good. Um, so I'm just deciding what we're going to do here. Do we Normally we do an after show and we leave Facebook, but Facebook's the only place we're streaming right now. So maybe what we'll do is we'll just stay live and go into an after show shortly, I guess. I would say stay live for another few minutes and then yeah. roll so we don't we, we, crash. We started this. late, um, so maybe what we'll do is we will uh, we'll just do a bit of an after show and then finish up because uh, it is late and it is, uh, as Joe would say, garbage night. It is. It's garbage, uh, garbage actually night. garbage, garbage night. I'm just um, going to hold this for a minute. By the way, we were talking a couple weeks ago about the Berkeley Tavern? The Berkeley Run. Oh, the Berkeley Marathon? Oh, yeah. So the Berkeley Marathon, there's a documentary on, on what, what have yeah, it was, you. It was great, eh? Yeah. So I was... has been out for a while, though. When I was at NXL, I was out for dinner for a couple guys, and uh, the, I, the, I shouldn't really say who it was, but one of the guys that uh, I was out with, he's uh, one of the head guys at NXL, and he, we were talking about it, and he goes, here, show it. And he turned, opened up his phone, and he showed me a picture of him sitting on the gate, the starting gate. Yeah. He lives like right around that area and he uses those trails as like walking trails with his dog he's on them almost every day he says oh cool oh, wow. but he also says like trust me when i say you don't want to be out there running like it's 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 all no, it's if you're torture. not going if you're not going up a hill you're going up a hill yeah like it's it's bad so good for him a little bit of uh, a brush with the berkeley there but uh he says yeah not a chance he doesn't run it he just he's out there walking his dog no. but it's kind of cool when you see that that gate with none of the paraphernalia around it but, I, have a, uh, I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, it, can can the on-off on this be switched to the other side? Because I'm left-handed. Oh, right. Is that possible to switch? Anything's the, possible, Joe. So, John Jones, or Leds, if you're listening, Joe wants to know if the ASA on the bottom of your markers... Well, just the on-off. Is can, it ambidextrous? Can, if it, can, it, can you make it ambidextrous instead of popping it from on, one side? Can you Instead of popping it from the left, can you move it to the right? Joe, in a teenage year, destroyed his right wrist, so he's left-handed now. So he can only... But I can still see. also why he wears glasses. <laughs> yeah. no, that's one of the things I like about that that marker, too, is they put enough forethought in it to have the mag release on the on the back, so you doesn't matter doesn't what matter. hand you're shooting, yeah. you're still able to drop a mag. It is nice. I'm still holding it. It's very nice. I'm going to put it down though, before I break it. <laughs> I... I, I I think you'd be hard pressed to break that gun. That's true. Um, do you want to give me five minutes? <laughs> yeah. So what do you think, ladies and gentlemen? We'll. Uh, 
I gotta yeah. get this cat off my back. So yeah, so we should tell people at home this. So Josh is sitting in a chair. I was gonna ask him if he's comfortable, but he's leaning forward because between his back and the chair, there's been a cat wedged in there sleeping it's a for kitty. the last it's a forty small, minutes. Small, tiny cat. I can feel it breathing, <laughs> and I'm afraid of squishing it. Um, it's the only time the studio hasn't smelt of gas. Josh is being respectful to the cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We have a cat that got locked in the studio by accident, and if it wasn't jumping on Gavin tonight, it was uh, now it's hanging out with Josh. And it's so. like a ninja cat. It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it does. I know. I think it's half psycho. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Oh, well, it's I'm... moving. You woke it up. <laughs> you woke it up. So, your weekend, gentlemen. Uh, you guys did the OPL. What was that like? It was, was good. It, the, event, back? the event was awesome. Um, paint was decent. Uh, we had a yeah, paint was decent, uh, but the event went really well. Um, yeah, not 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 any complaints. Weather was good. The live stream went well. I think we're ready to take the live stream on the road, baby. Um, we may take our live stream to another paintball event or or field. So if you guys are looking for some coverage, how yeah. about your boy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and then we also have an announcement coming up in a week, maybe, in reference to something we kind of breezed on tonight already, but... Uh, Todd got into the Berkeley run for 2024. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm training now. I'm going to start smoking cigarettes. Oh, is he the one candidate who has no right being there? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they have to have one of those. Um, no, there's a, a big announcement that we're going to be releasing here, be a world release, and hopefully that'll be on next Monday's show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And... Um, I can't tease it because I don't. I, I can't give that away yet. Acquire the deal, exactly. Sorry. All right, you keep your secrets, you vagabond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Gavin. You opened me up for a conversation, and I'm so tired. I no, kind of no, just I butchered it. it. Uh, so. You know what? With, no, with Matt yelling at me earlier on, I figured you guys had a long weekend. We're on a of short a, leisure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A paintball, but uh, it's nice we, to see Ontario paintball still alive. Paintball yes. season is Matt full and swing. I would be in a lot better mood if we didn't spend the time troubleshooting something that needed didn't need to be troubleshot well there's a lot of troubleshooting required this whole weekend yeah it's our first event and we were trying some new technology and i'll tell you some of the new tech that we have on sunday when it was working it was phenomenal we have uh we have what's called uh well stats now so we have guys in the, we have a guy in the tower who controls um you know he inputs on the computer and he's got uh, referees four referees on the field with walkie talkies and let's say we all walked out there he'd go okay gavin number seven's on the field joe number 14's on the field zuby's on the field and that would get relayed to him and he would put it up so us as commentators whether we knew who you were or not uh we knew who was on the field and as let's say joe got shot his name would get X'd out, and we go, okay, we saw the player get shot. Who was it? Yep, it was Joe that got shot out of that Dorito over there. Right. So we were able to do that, and then they also kept track of, oh, Josh has had two penalties, right? Gavin's winnability is 70%. So every time he's on the field, he's got a 70% chance of winning that point, right? So we had, oh, and survivability was another one as good well. For, good for the bookies. I like it. Exactly. Well, now my gambling addiction is going <laughs> to kick now in. Now but, get Vegas odds in there. Let that so when we finally ride. got the connectivity between his computer and our system, on Sunday afternoon, we were, we were just going to town on it. It was fantastic. But then we were troubleshooting internet that we didn't need to troubleshoot because, anyways, it was an easy fix after the end of it. But we spent hours on that on sun Saturday afternoon where we could have just been re relaxing for the next day. Uh, but whatever, it was good. We're, it is what it is. But I think we're one of the only leagues that are doing live player stats as well as live bodies now. So we're going to try to keep that out. Try to keep that out. Um... Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess I'm uh, I'm done. Anything else you guys want to talk about, or should we end this now? Let's get the hell out. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening at home. Uh, sorry, we're a little off tonight due to being tired, plus also the internet not working, so we didn't have a lot of feedback from you guys listening in the audience. Uh, but thank you guys for listening, anyways. Gavin, thank you for being on the show. Great to be here, folks. Um, thank you for supporting us and listening to us in podcast form. I hope I'll catch you guys on rewind, and hopefully next week uh, all the glitches are out and we can go back to our wonderful program that we have every Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Joe Kimson, Flaggers Paintball. Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight. Uh, beautiful Monday night, garbage night in Canada. For those of you that uh, pieced out because of the lagging, it should be uploaded soon, and you will enjoy it in its 
traditional and regular glory. Thanks for everyone that took the time to make submissions to the question of the week, and we hope that we read it um, properly and gave you the justice you deserve. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Peace. And Josh, the cat Zabricus. I yeah, I have a question. I would like to know, like, if we have technical difficulties and people can't watch it live, yeah, what do they do instead? Are they like, oh, thank goodness, I can go do like normal things now because I don't have to fulfill my addiction of watching these guys? Yeah. Or is it like a, damn, what do I do now? There's an empty hole in my life. I think it instantly when you turn off behind the bunker because of lagging issues, all of a sudden Mexican hat dance plays in the background. <laughs> it's sort of a small <laughs> celebration. <laughs> oh, like I genuinely, I'm genuinely interested in, in what happens when people can't watch that normally people live their best lives yeah that's true yeah probably well think about when your weekly show doesn't come on because it's off season what do you do you just kind of sit there rocking back and forth and in a a ball yeah just rewatch them all on netflix again that's true all right ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next week